Welcome to the Leadership Sensei Radio, the small business podcast where we go long form with business owners and experienced leaders on what it takes to succeed in business today. I'm your host, Brett Morrison. If you're a first time listener, welcome along. If you're coming back and tuning in again, I thank you. It is you, the listeners, who make this show matter. So let's get this started. So the fourth part of this model is the compliant energy. So when I talk about compliant energy, I'm not talking about people who will just comply to get along and fit in. I'm now talking about you need to comply with a set of rules or regulations. Our maturity actually is very precise and they follow rules very well. They have a high need to be right, where our D energies like to win, our I energies need to be liked or they like to be liked and our S energies are looking for that comfort or certainty around what's going on, stability, our C's like to be right. And I'm not talking from the ego sense, but I'm talking from the technical sense. Because I'm sure you've met those people that, from the ego sense, they like to be right, and they will argue the point on everything. This isn't the case with our C's. Our C's like to be technically right, because if they aren't right, bad things can happen. The bridge will fall down, the boat will sink, the brain surgery won't go to the schedule or brain surgery won't work properly. So these are our specialists. Our C energies are our specialists. And while I said the mature energy is quite is very precise and they follow rules, the immature C can become quite shy and withdrawn. And in that many ways, they don't like being touched. If you get a really high C, that physical touch can be quite confronting to them. I remember running a workshop when I had a, a young guy and he was an IT IT geek. And that is almost the archetype for us is that IT geek. I mentioned this and the guy beside him put his arm around him. And this poor kid just froze. He could not even move his eyes. Actually, that's about the only thing that did move his eyes. His head couldn't move side to side. He almost started to break out. And I had to intervene to get this guy to stop doing it. Because while he thought it was funny, this poor guy who was a high C was just freaking out. And I've seen that play out in other in other episodes and other situations where uh, I've seen people who are especially high eyes, um, who are quite touchy-feely type people, put their hand on the arm of a high C person and I've just watched them freeze. Their whole body will freeze up. So they can, can get quite shy and withdrawn. While our eyes were the captains of fun and optimism, our C's will come across as the captains of pessimism. They can become quite critical and they'll always look for what can go wrong. Under pressure, they can become overly critical. And that's because they have some trust issues. And I'm not talking about necessarily trust issues with other people. They end up having trust issues with themselves. And this is where the perfectionists come out. Our perfectionists are in our C space and getting it good enough isn't good enough. So when you hear someone say, look, close enough is good enough, 80% will do it. Our C people will truly cringe when they hear that coming across. Their biggest fear that they have is having their work criticised. Mostly because the people who are criticising their work don't understand the work that they do. So when I talk about our C's like to specialise and they are their specialists, 
they will know about a very narrow field of information, but they will know it 10 miles deep, which is opposed to our D energy or our I energy, which will know about a million miles wide, but only about an inch deep, quite shallow. Thus, they'll have a surface knowledge of many things. Now, again, generalizations. I, know, I do know people who are in that DI energy who are extremely educated, extremely smart, know about a lot of stuff, and also very deep into it as well. So bear in mind, generalizations as we go through here, okay? Okay, so moving along. We talked about certainty significance being our drivers for our D energy, variety and connection for our I. We also talked about comfort and connection in our S space, or certainty and comfort sort of go together there. But our C space is also going to be the same as our D, where we talk about certainty and significance. Yet they meet them in completely different ways. Certainty for our compliant person comes from knowing their facts. Now this is where they get very wrapped up around the details. They need to know their facts. And they very rarely will speak until they do know their facts. So when a C person starts to speak, you probably want to start listening because they probably know that they've researched their information and they're ready to talk. Now, the second part is significance. But they get their significance from being masters of their craft. You can guarantee that they will know the other masters of their craft in their field. So if they have a very niche field that they work in, they will know who the other people in their field are. And that is because they are generally speaking at the same conferences or on the same speaking circuit as them. And they have a respect for each other because they'll know what each other is capable of doing. They do prefer to get their communications in writing. So that's why they can go through it systematically and check it. They also are the type of people that they, they'll mean it when they say they need time to think about it. Because when we talked about the convincer strategies of our D's being automatic and our I's also being automatic, our S is having a, what they call a period of time convincer. Our C's have what we call a number of time convincer strategies. They can have, they need to hear stuff sometimes up to five times before they're ready to make a decision to move forward. Now, this isn't because they're a bit slower on the uptake. Absolutely not. What they are looking for is more information. They're looking for more detail. They need to have answers, some, they need to have questions answered so they're comfortable knowing that they've made, they've got all the data that they need to move forward and make the decision. I was running a workshop once where the manager of the team was a high C. I'd done all the profiles, I'd mapped them up on the board, and I'd, and we're having a discussion around the team dynamics, specifically around how people process information and make decisions. Now, her team, probably not surprisingly, were a whole heap of S-type people, a lot of process people, because it was a very process-orientated workplace. And they just they called her on it. They said, you do that to us all the time. You keep asking us the same question. And she goes, yeah, well, I'm, I'm looking for more information. And what it came down to was a really healthy discussion within the team, or between the team and their manager, because she's saying, I needed more information. But what she didn't realize was she was asking the same question in the hope of getting different information. And when they said, well, ask us a different question, she, she couldn't really articulate what the other questions would be because she goes, I know I need more information. I just didn't know what it was, which was an eye-opener for the team was also a revelation for her because it meant that no longer would she be asking the same questions and if she did her team would call her on that behavior 
I'd say, what information are you looking for? What problem are you trying to solve? Because when we understand what the question is, the answer becomes quite easy. And this is where our C's come into place. They want to be able to provide the answers. But if they have trouble articulating what the question is, they're going to be stuck. And they're going to keep asking that same question, which this particular lady did. She kept asking the same question multiple times to her team, which resulted in them getting frustrated because they thought, you've just asked me that question. I've told you the answer. And she's getting frustrated saying, look, you gave me that answer last time. I don't need that information. I already know that information. So it's just this vicious circle going around, around, around. And to be honest, this happens in multiple workplaces. That situation was not unique. But when we understand that, when we understand some of these dynamics, we can start to shape the conversation around how we work together, but also how we connect with people. Because, you know, you've heard me say it over the last three episodes where I keep saying that our ability to communicate effectively with people, be able to influence people, is our ability to connect and build rapport. And if we can do that quickly through understanding how people process information, how they make their decisions, the things that are important to them. So detail is very important to our C. And when I talked about having their work criticised, quite often the people who take on the leadership roles or work their way to the top can be our D-type energies. Not always, because you get our I's and C's, S's also make their way to the top. I know plenty of them. But when our C's are having their work reviewed by an I or a D, who are happy with 50% of the information, by the way, giving critical feedback doesn't go well. Because our C, who is a specialist, is in their heads going, you don't know what I know, so therefore you shouldn't be criticizing my work. And that's a reality. So they do have that challenge to work through and understand that even though they may be the expert, they may also have a boss who has a requirement to review and in some ways has that right to change how they see fit. Now we talked about those trust issues. Uh, it's about trusting themselves. Also, it comes, in some, many ways it comes across as them not trusting others because they can get critical of their work under pressure. They can also start criticizing other people's work. But also when they keep asking those questions, people go, don't you trust me? You've just asked me that question. But what's really happening there is that they're not trusting themselves to make the decision and go forward. Because quite often, their decision, they, they know what the answer is. Not quite, like, like, not quite in the same space as what our S's do. So when our S's make decisions, they, they're quite comfortable knowing that, hey, that's where they're going to move forward from. They just need some time to think about it. But our C's are looking for more proof always. They have a gut feel where they're going. They know what the answer is going to be generally, but they just want to prove it. And they keep looking for more and more and more information. So if you have a C working for you or if you are a C, you need to sometimes just draw a line in the sand for them or yourself and go, okay, that's enough. That's enough information. I'm happy to move forward. But remember, keep that in context for your particular job. If you're an engineer and you're designing a bridge or you're designing a plane, now you just can't take a chance to get a gut feel, is it? It's good to go, mate. You've just got to keep in perspective what your particular role is and how much detail you actually do need to move forward. Now our C's, they are said to be our most loyal commercially because once you've proven yourself to them, they will keep coming back because they've done the research, they know that you're good, 
They trust that you're good, so therefore they'll keep coming back. They also value tradition much in the same way as our S energies do. They also value respect. They also find their identity immersed in the role that they do, which is why they take so much pride in what they do. And so when I talked about before about being precise and following rules, it's, it's sort of similar to our S energy where they like to follow a process. But where I find the distinction here is that our S people will follow a process, even means going at a bad outcome. Now that sounds a bit weird, but I see it happen particularly in government where they have a particular way of doing finances. So if you... So in finances, you cannot commit money without getting approval first, even if that means costing more money. So if you see a um, an object or article that's for sale, and if you buy in the next you know, so many days, you get a, a, a cheaper price, you cannot purchase that. Even if you can cancel the purchase later on, if it's not approved, you cannot do that to save money. You need to wait till you have all the approvals in place before you move forward. Whereas a C energy will do it right. And if that means the process needs to be broken to make sure they get the right outcome, they are more inclined to do that because it's for them it's more important to be right than it is to follow the process. So wrapping up quickly, our C energy is also goal-oriented. It's more of a masculine energy, very similar to our, our D energy. So when we combine our Ds and C energies together, as a generalization, they are both lower on the social and emotional intelligence than our I's and our S's. It's a more, more of a masculine, so when I talk about masculine energy, it's more f- fovial. It's very direct. If you think about being focused on results, being focused on the outcome, being focused on the numbers, being focused on the detail, then you're talking about a very fovial, masculine style of energy. Now, I'm not saying that only men are C's or women can't be C's. I'm just saying that the energy that surrounds that is a very directed, very focused style of energy. And they are facts orientated, purpose orientated, driven by the outcome or the goal. Whereas opposed to our I's and S's, a bit more expanded and focused expanded awareness and focus on the people and they'll see what's going on around them and the impact of what's going on around them more so than what their C's and D's do. Our C's are quite reserved in the way that they operate. So along with our S's, so when we combine energies, and I'll talk a bit more about this in the, in the upcoming episode, where we combine our C's, they're more introverted as a generalization. They're happy to work behind the scenes. So nothing would keep our C's more happy than to give them a cubicle or an office a bunch of work, close the door and leave them in peace. I, I work with a, quite a few C's and some of them say that people just stop them from getting their work done because they like to get through it and they like to be focused on the details. And they don't like distractions. And they like to work behind the scenes. They don't necessarily like to be up in front taking the limelight. They just want to make sure they get things done. They can be quite literal in the way that they take information and the way that they process their information. But as I said before, very focused on the detail, always looking for the proof. How has it been done? Where has it been done? Did it succeed? Why did it succeed? If it didn't succeed, what stopped it from succeeding? 
what are we going to do differently to make it work out differently this time? They're into the why. They're into the proof. They're into the research. So wrapping up, our C's are great to have on your team. If you need focused, detailed work done, you want to bring in that C energy. It's very precise. It's very focused. And you can guarantee it'll get done right. So when talking with our C's or dealing with our C's, you probably want to just slow the pace of your speech down because our C's will generally be very considered in the way that they speak and the words that they choose because each word has a particular meaning and they will know what that is and they won't waste words. So slow your speech down. Don't give them big hugs or touch them too often. That may not be very comfortable for them and that will break rapport. So if you do something with someone that's not, that's not comfortable for them, you will break rapport. And that connection, that whole feeling of, hey, they get me, will be broken. So slow the pace up. Be considered in your speech. Don't go too big picture. And make sure you provide the detail that they need to be able to move forward and make that decision to work with you. Thanks for listening. Until next week, take care.